Thriving in today's fast-paced world of change and disruption requires innovation. Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast that explores the ins and outs of innovation with raw stories, real insights, and practical advice from the best and brightest in the world of startups and innovation. Each week, we'll bring you the latest ideas in lean startup, design thinking, corporate venture capital, and more. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Inside Outside Innovation Podcast. We are super excited to have a number of great guests on this show today from all the way in Europe, in Germany. Uh, we've got the people for, that have started the BMW Startup Garage, Gregor Gimme and Matthias Mayer. Guys, thanks very much for coming on board and uh, talk a little bit about corporate innovation and how you guys are approaching the whole subject. So before we get started, why don't we uh, kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the BMW Startup Garage. Well, uh, this is Gregor. Uh, thanks a lot for reaching out and inviting us to share our uh, experiences with you guys. Yeah, the BMW Startup Garage is the venture client unit um, of the BMW Group for early stage startups. So we define ourselves not as an accelerator, but as a venture client unit, which means that we work with startups that graduate out of accelerators. And we work with them at a time where their product is not mature, it's a prototype, and where the company is still very young. That allows us to um, engage with the startup at a very uh, very early stage, but engage them as a client, basically enabling a, a young startup to have BMW as a client, as an early adopter, venture client, that actually issues a purchase order and a supplier number to the startup and brings in the technology of the startup into the real innovation project uh, project here in Munich at our, our at our world headquarters for R&D. That's pretty amazing. And you don't take equity. You just you literally um, treat them as a, a normal client, but give them a, a lot of additional perks to be uh, to be a client exactly. of yours. Exactly. We think what a startup needs the most is having clients, and especially a reference client like BMW that can help a startup from the very early stages to see if the technology fits into the automotive market and how to really develop the right technology for, for the automotive market and to have this, uh, this knowledge from our engineers is, um, is I think, uh, we think uh, of, of most interest to the startups. I think there are very good accelerators out there like the Y Combinator, for example, or Highway One who do a great job in, in picking um, and, and establishing a, a company. And we think at BMW, our core competency is really then from there on take a startup and bring them into the innovation process of BMW, but really in a real partner-client relationship, not in a yet another um, accelerator demo day kind of environment. Mm-hmm. We don't do demo days. We really take a project, the technology of a startup, um, find a real project within BMW innovation process and build, and, and the startup actually really works together with the R&D engineer at the headquarters here in Munich, as opposed to with us, um, and validating and evolving that technology so that it so that it fits into into our into our vehicles and products and services. Very interesting. So, so tell me a little bit about I guess the process itself. Like, how does a uh, startup get involved with you once they um, go through the application process? How are they selected? And then and what's the program actually look like? What we do first is we look at if it's a quality startup, meaning has it gone through a good accelerator? Does it have some initial uh, venture capital, and we use that not not so much to see how much money the startup has, but to see that a good accelerator or a good VC are, is a very good first filter for the quality of the team and the technology. Uh, the second step is what we do is we look at the technology and see if it's of strategic importance for us. For example, let's say something has to do with auto, autonomous driving, a strong strategic importance. So if we see a startup that has 
technology in that field. Um, we we go we go into the next round. The next round is then looking into is it technical due diligence, which means we're looking if the startup really has a technology that it's better what we have and that's better than what all our other kind of technology or technology partners have. And if that's the case, we go into the next round, which is find a real use case project for that startup that the startup can actually um, do with the R&D department that's responsible in this case, in this example, um, artificial intelligence. And then we define a project which we validate and we try to validate this, this technology. What we then go is to go to the startup and say, look, um, with your prototype, we would like you to apply this in our vehicle with, uh, with those and those objectives and tell us, tell us the price. How much would that cost? Mm-hmm. And then they give us a quote and then we accept the quote, issue a purchase order and a supply number to the startup. And then we start a four month program in which the startup then works directly with the engineering team to um, to deliver on those uh, project objectives. Interesting. On top really of that, we have three other things we do with startups. So one is they build this prototype and a real innovation project. The second thing is a learning in which we teach startups about the automotive um, processes, like what's the quality, what's the purchasing process, what is the innovation process, because we, we want them to learn how the automotive world works so that they can um, 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 work more efficiently in, in this environment. The third is we have a, a, a networking module in which we have startups connect with key people within BMW that are also part of the innovation process, for example, a purchasing guy or a quality guy or a manufacturing people. And the fourth is a selling module in which we, in which, um, we help the startup define the business model of the technology for BMW. So, for example, if then... The startup would say, well, we would license this technology to you. We would go into maybe a revenue share. We would go. So basically, we want to um, we want to work with the startup so that they can define a long term and um, uh, yeah, and also basically how to hook up with the supply with our supplier network. We also provide help here because many times it's very important that that our startups work with um, our supplier network in order to get their technology into into the vehicles so fast. Yeah, it's it's very much an end-to-end process, and I I quite like that. Having uh, founded and run a accelerator ourselves here, uh, looking at companies that have some traction and some customers that they can actually work with on a daily day-to-day basis goes a long way for how far and how fast they can move. I specifically like the the concept that where you're helping them kind of understand the players and understand the, the nuances of working in a corporate environment because I think that's where a lot of startups struggle is. Um, you know, they they may be technological geniuses or or have an idea, but getting that product to market is oftentimes the most challenging part. It's not necessarily the technology. Yeah, exactly. And we also see very very strongly that once a startup starts the program and they start to work with the real engineering department at the at the headquarters here, they see a lot of things that they haven't thought about mm-hmm. when they when they were uh, so they have a very very good core technology, but you know their interfaces are missing or. You know, they're, 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 they didn't think about some aspects of scaling that. And so, and, but now the fact is that they work on a real project. It's like, you know, the difference between reading a jogging book and go jogging, correct? <laughs> right. I mean, oh, they're actually go jogging and they see, oh my God, you know, going up the hill is, is, is more difficult than I thought and I may better take some water with me or something. So there are all those learnings that come with the process that are just much more realistic than than sitting in a corporate accelerator, which, by the way, they've already gone through an accelerator, so why should they go to another accelerator, correct? Or why should we compete against an independent accelerator? 
Um, um, if, if, if really what the startup needs is a client at an early stage as opposed to a corporate accelerator. I agree. You know, is one thing that we do here in, in Nebraska, we have a um, program called, we call it Jumpstart Challenge. And what we do is go out, it's in conjunction with the local chamber of commerce, and they go and find one or two or three corporations that are facing specific industry challenge problems. Um, and then they have a pitch competition, almost like a reverse pitch, where the corporation will say, hey, we're trying to solve this particular issue in our industry. They'll throw it out to entrepreneurs, and then the entrepreneurs in the room will go and, and try to come up with particular solutions or, or applications to that. And then the winning team or teams are picked to become the first client of that corporation. So it's, some, it's a similar type of model, not as not as direct and as, uh, I guess, intensive as what you guys have put together, but it's uh, it's a model that we've seen in our own local ecosystem that's really helped a couple startups get off the ground that wouldn't have gotten off the ground without that that collaboration. So what makes a, a really good startup team that you look at? What what are kind of some of the key dynamics that you really look for? Well, the most important thing is that they have a breakthrough technology and, and a team that's extremely enthusiastic and skilled around that technology. That's really a key, a key thing. So we see an, a founder come in and who's like, oh, you know, I can change the world of automotive with this type of technology, and his eyes kind of widen, and he's like, you know, comes with that enthusiasm. That's really key. So for, for that, now the team has to move out to Germany and work with your team in that. Um, have you had uh, teams from all over the world, or, or how, how has the program actually worked? Because I think you started it about a year ago. Is that correct? Yep. Well, that's, that's another good thing about a program. They don't have to move here. They can work out of wherever they live. We, uh, we have startups from Israel. We have startups from Canada. We have startups out of Finland. We have 90% of our applicants kind of out, come from outside Germany. And that's one of the great things is stay where you are at your location, but then come to BMW for the specific deliverable for which you need to interact directly with BMW. But then we now have a startup here that actually is using six i3 cars in order to install the technologies, they did preparational work in their home location in, um, over, over in Canada. And now they're applying it here and they're, got, they're here for a week and then they fly back. Mm -hmm. How have you dealt with or how, how have startups perceived as far as the, the exclusivity or the, um, the concern with having you know, BMW as their first client? How does that play out when obviously the automotive industry itself is very competitive and um, you know, technologies in one company, you know, you may want exclusive in that. How, how does that play out or what are some of the issues around that? Well, we don't ask for any exclusivity at all. Okay. The only thing we ask for is that we want to be the first OEM a startup works with. So if a startup mm -hmm. applies to a program, we look at have you worked before with an OEM. If yes, they wouldn't uh, qualify for the program. If not, um, they accept it as a program, but they can, they can go work with other OEMs. Um, from the very beginning, the only thing they're not allowed through NDA, they're not allowed to talk about the fact that they're actually working with, with BMW or that they are part of the BMW Startup Garage program. So they're not allowed to com communicate that to anybody except their investors or employees. Interesting. Very interesting. So uh, this is, a, again, a fairly uh, new program last year and a half or so that you've started this. What, uh, what kind of made you say this is the model we want to give it a try and, and uh, kind of execute on? Well, um, Basically, the thought was when we when we, when we defined the concept was what what can we what can we offer to the very best startup on earth who's got you know the top 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 technology and you know lots of venture funding or or a potential to access venture what can we offer to that startup so that it comes to us 
and wouldn't go to the very best accelerator or the very best um, um, venture capitalist. And then we thought, well, the best thing we can offer a client on earth is to be a client. Mm -hmm. No venture capitalist or no accelerator out there would say that they can actually beat that value proposition. That's impossible because they're not clients, correct? They're investors. Yeah. And um, and ultimately, what makes a startup successful is a good client. So and that that was really what kicked off the the, the thought of being a venture client, and 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 working with startups at at a much earlier stage than we would normally do, and by that helping them kind of get into the automotive industry and and succeed faster. So so BMW has been a very innovative company for a long time, and and I'm sure that that in its past it's it's kind of worked with startups in different formats. And that have the other have there been other ways that BMW has engaged startups before the the startup garage program? Yeah, I, I think that there is a, a long history. So BMW already worked with a lot of startups in, in the past. Uh, but what we saw from when we when we thought about our program was there was there were always barriers to entry or working together with startups. So the the purchasing processes and, and stuff like that, it was really, really difficult to set up such a project. So yeah. we also defined that, that we have to make this really, really lean and easy to work together with them. And also, which is also important to have some kind of brand to the outside and to the inside that a startup really can find the right persons or the, the connection to BMW to apply f- with their technology at BMW. So these were, I think, two two major major things. And besides this cooperation or working together with startups, there's the BMW I Ventures at BMW, so the venture client, uh, the, the venture capital arm of BMW, which is currently focusing on on mobility services. So this is also a possibility working together with startups as an investor. Very good. So that very good. Basically, right. a, a a continuation. If we if we in a venture client project see that an investment makes sense, then um, um, then our our venture capital team already has a very strong due diligence and already achieved what most corporate venture capitalists want to achieve, which is an integration of a startup into into in, into the corporation in order to benefit from the strategic goals. Excellent. Well, Gregory and Matthias, thank you very much for coming on to the show and telling us a little bit about what you guys are building. I think your applications are currently open. If a startup listening to the podcast uh, is interested in applying, uh, where can they find out more about the program and uh, and more about what you guys are doing? Well, the best is to go to our website, bnwstartupgarage.com. Excellent. Guys, I appreciate you coming on, on the uh, Inside Outside Innovation podcast. Um, we'll look for uh, further conversations in the future, and um, thank you very much again for being part of it. Thank you. Thank you. And that does it for another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Special thanks to our guests and sponsors and everyone who makes this podcast possible. Uh, Please let us know what you think. Uh, Head over to iTunes, give us a review, uh, drop us a note at the IO podcast on Twitter. Uh, Look forward to hearing from you. And in between then, go out and innovate.